back, everyone. Welcome. Episode two. Like, do I need? To, do we need to introduce ourselves? No. No. Okay. Well, you don't know who we are. No. If this is your first episode, you'll figure it out. Rough. <laughs> yeah, I truly trust that everyone will figure it out, and it's gonna be fine. Anyway, hello. What's going on? I feel so on edge after Benji just... He's a bit much. My poor dog dog has rolled her up. The the turns have tabled. We're trying to set up and he's just like... He loves people and he wants to be in everyone's space. But (laughs) I'll be fine in like five five minutes. (laughs) Just parenting is not for me. It's not my strong point. But... How's your body from, from Pilates? My arms hurt. I can't feel anything. My arms <laughs> Like, I don't know what I did. You know what it was? It was those, um, yeah, doing that. Okay. <laughs> the tricep goes, oh. The tricep dips, yeah. Pilates today killed us. And we don't just do, we're so cool. We don't just do normal Pilates. We do strong Pilates, which means our dumb ass have to do fucking Pilates cardio. and cardio, yeah. So we either get a bike or a roller. Yeah. And I think we need to address the fact that someone stole my bike <laughs> literally <laughs> last week and forced me onto the rower <laughs> and I'm like trying to keep up and they're like It was like a five minute row as well. <laughs> wanted to kill myself. <laughs> I can't row, it's just not for me. Oh. It's just not and then like the exercises that we're doing, like don't get me wrong, love it, we're getting better, like love, whatever. Love. Yeah. My gut needs to be surgically cut. <laughs> And removed for me to do some of these exercises. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, it's just yeah. in the way. Like, my my top and my bottom don't, they don't communicate with one another. There's, like, this exercise and you're lying on your side and, like, your arm, like, you're leaning on your forearm and you've got to try to make a V with your body. So lift your legs up and then lift... Your torso yeah. up as well. Like a jackknife. Yeah, 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 yeah. I physically cannot do that because my fupa gets in the way. Like, and then they're like, they're like, just roll. Like when you like come in together, roll onto your butt cheek. And I'm like, babes, no one told me I had to buy a butt cheek before I came to class. There's nothing to roll onto. It's all at the front, my doll. Have you ever rolled bones straight onto cement? It's so crunching of like my backbone the actual bone rolling onto that reformer i I can't do i mean like a pillow i can't lift my legs they are quite heavy so you got to do that there's no bum to cushion you on it's like honestly we were talking about it the other day my it's like my top and my bottom it's like north korea and south korea (laughs) and they don't get along (laughs) they keep asking me to do exercises where they like hang out together and i'm I don't know if you watch the news, but like, one is one really is very famous. hostile. Very, very hostile. And I've tried everything, but there's this wall that's been made oh. in the middle and they don't communicate and it's just like I love it. Yeah. But it really oh just <laughs> There's a 
lot of muttering under our breath during each oh. class, that's for sure. <laughs> but our instructor did say that we were getting better today. So now we have to go back. So now... Because that's basically like saying we're ready for the Olympics. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. So we're going to be wearing green and gold. <laughs> we rep- Every time we go into that studio, we are representing a nation and fighting for our lives simultaneously. <laughs> I actually feel like I'm training for something that I'm not aware of. <laughs> I feel very prepared for nothing. Like, as far as I'm concerned, this is the same level of training the Navy SEALs go through. Yeah. Like, if you said to me, like, the Navy, like, I actually don't know where I was going. <laughs> but. Very on brand. Do you know what? In the spirit of North Korea, fun yeah. fact, I don't know if I even told you this. Okay. So the FIBA World Cup, which is basketball, right? Yeah. Men's basketball, started yesterday <laughs> and it's happening in, I know, Benji just can't let it go. It's happening. <laughs> there's like, if you take one toy away, there's like 30 more to come. So it's happening. The FIBA World Cup started yesterday and it's happening in, it's happening in like Japan Indonesia and the Philippines, and they kind of like. I saw a lot of um, players tag Manila, and I was like, why? <laughs> you don't play for the Manila team. <laughs> You're wearing the South Sudan jersey. Why are you taking Manila? That makes more sense. Yeah. So, earlier this week. <laughs> <laughs> like a fart. <laughs> I burped because I'm drinking soft drink. I'm going to be burping all episode. So. Earlier in the week, so they've been there all week because they've been playing friendly matches, everyone's getting ready, they've had, like, you know, formalities, whatever. Yeah. One of the ESPN reporters that I follow for the basketball tweeted the other morning saying that they all got woken up at 4 a.m. to a missile alert. Where was this? In Japan. In Japan, right. Right? right. I'm finding okay. his tweet while I speak. So, let me get it. He said... But yeah, there was like a missile alert at 4 a.m. They're all being told to seek cover. And basically North Korea sent a missile. I don't know if it was intended to hit Japan, but it went Japan's way. Thank God it like it like went into the ocean. It right. didn't hit Japan. But I thought, here we go. We just got a 4 a.m. emergency alert here in I'm just going to say Japan, that North Korea launched a missile and we should seek shelter. Another alert came through 10 minutes later. The missile passed into the Pacific Ocean, warning lifted. And then at the end, he's like, can we? And I can't stress this enough. Absolutely not. And big mood, to be honest. Like, how fucked is that? Like, like, is it... Are you allowed to just throw missiles anywhere? But I mean, like, what happens if you do? It's not like... What are they going to do? Put Kim Jong-un in prison? But, like, is it, is that, like, are there rules? Yeah, there would be. I don't think you... Let's Google it. <laughs> Can countries send missiles? They just said migrants. <laughs> Here we go. It just says which countries have the best missile. Can countries send missiles to Ukraine? No, I'm not reading all of this because there's a lot of words, but it says NATO and allies in this paragraph. <laughs> so I'm going to say that there's going to be like treaties and like NATO and all. There's going to be like little, they have like their little groups, right? <laughs> okay. Little, 
and they'll have like agreements with one another. Like you don't send missiles to me, yeah. we won't send missiles to yeah. you. We're gonna be fine, right? Yeah. But North Korea's a bit like, yeah, okay, Listen fast, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then next thing you know, they're like, oh, I didn't know that red button did that. Sorry, oops. And they've just sent one. But they're not like, it's not like it's hit anyone. Yeah, right. But still, can you imagine? Right. I guess it's like, if they do send a missile, then it's kind of, you and it was intentional, then it's kind of war, isn't it? Yeah, you're starting war. And then you and I get conscripted. Basically, all our plot is trying to... every body left, right and centre, really. I can tell you this, right? I can't see my toes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we I, did just... I can't test this out, test this out, and yeah, no, I have to lean quite a fair bit to see my toes. I can't see my toes. I can't run, and I can't shoot. Okay. We we did run one k once. Yeah, do you know how much work <laughs> we <went into laughs> were up and We trained as much as someone who's training for the New York Marathon did for that one one. Yeah, so true. So yeah, Australia's fucked. So really, we're we're ready for war. I can't even help people in a hospital ward, like you know, back in the day, like where women would just help in hospital wards. Oh no, God! They'd be like, read to me, and I'd be like, what if I'm illiterate? Uh, <laughs> not for me, thank you. <laughs> me skipping words, and they can't keep up. Um, speaking of illiterate, that is no segue to what I want to talk about. But I saw the Meg Two on the weekend. <laughs> You're like, close it off. Um, and for those that don't know, the Meg franchise, I guess now, is about a giant shark. And it was so much fun. It's got really? Jason Stafe a minute. Love the Stafe. Okay. I feel like he plays the same character in every single movie. Yeah. But I love it. I love, I love I Jason lo- I love him. Um, okay. And so I completely forgot about this story. I'm so glad I write notes. Yeah, same. For episodes. So there was a couple sitting next to me, right? Mm-hmm. Guy to girl. And the whole movie, right? Mm-hmm. This man did not shut up about the guns that were used in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Very much giving school shooter vibes. <laughs> Spitting out facts. Really? Was able to like... He would be telling his girlfriend, like, oh, that gun right there, you see that one? That's like a, that's a AK-47. This man clearly plays too much card. He knows, like, the names and, like, whatever. Like, literally, and was talking so loudly, like, I could hear the conversation. I hate that. And there are, like, a fair bit of, like, action scenes in it. (laughs) But there was one bit, and this guy goes, that 50 caliber gun is totally impractical to carry around in a backpack. It's about a megalodon. <laughs> Name six megalodons you've seen. But then the guy in the movie says something like, oh, see, it's not impractical to carry this gun in my backpack. And he was like, I told you so. <laughs> He's like shaking his girlfriend. He's like, see, see. Oh and I was like, God. oh, my God, girl, blink twice if you need help, honestly. <laughs> I was stunned. There should be a hotline for girlfriends with boyfriends like that. Let, just mansplaining the whole time. Oh. No one fucking cares about the guns. We're here for the men. <laughs> we are here for the sharks. <laughs> like, no one's fact-checking this movie. No. Like, and it's not a fucking documentary. Oh, my God. It was just... <laughs> He's, like, Googling the war against Megalodon. poor woman. <laughs> that poor woman. I just... Yeah, but anyway, 10 out of 10 movie. Loved it. I love a good garbage film though yeah 
like a good monster movie. How long does it go for? Not like a monster movie, like a monster animal movie. How long does it go for? Oh, it would have gone for like under two hours. Oh, I was going to say, shit movies can't go more than 90 minutes. And yeah. arguably, no movie should ever go for 90 minutes. Yeah, so true. So, so true. But, like, yeah, you give me an animal and you make it real big. And, like, you put a, like, a funny, sarcastic. Like Clifford. <laughs> Incredible. Incredible. Jurassic Park. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There was, like, one with, um, about, like, shark, not sharks, um, crocodiles. And oh, like, yeah. Swarm. That was real good. That was stressful. Oh my days. And everything was flooding and then these sharks. I keep saying sharks. Crocodiles. I'm so right. Anyway, segue number two. Crocodiles. Swamp doco about uh, the, the NS Swamp NRL. Kings. Yes. So it's part of that untold. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I have no clue. But that was a better segue than trying to, like, watch something that we've talked about and recommended it. You would never be able to find it. It's literally (laughs) It's in bulk. (laughs) It's locked up. Mandela effect exists because of people like you and I. (laughs) Did you say (laughs) men? I said Mandela effect. Isn't it Mandala? Mandela's Nelson Mandela. No, it's Mandela. No, it's not. It's Mandala. Isn't it? It's Mandela. Mandela. Oh, well, it's on my face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I watched this week because I'm in my sports era, right? We've just had the FIFA World Cup, yep. like the Women's World Cup. Yep. Now we're going into FIFA, FIFA yep. World Cup. And I decided, if you can hear that in the background, my dog is playing tug of war with himself. So just let that go. Then I was looking for something to watch on Netflix. Yep. And it came up, Untold Swamp Kings, right? I'm going to get my shoulder dislocated. (laughs) I swear to God. (laughs) And it came up, Untold Swamp Kings, right? You had me at Swamp Kings, okay? Love me anything about a swamp. Because all I'm picturing is Daddy. Shrek. Daddy, I found me a gator. (laughs) And I'm like, sold, right? I'm about to watch like, what's that TV show where they're... Turtleman. No. Swamp People. It's something about people like living in swamps and then they like ride... Swamp People. (laughs) Nah, it's something else. I don't no, know. No, you keep telling and I'm going to Google it. <clears throat> and they like hunt gators for a living. Anyway, so Swamp Kings is not about gators. It's about the Florida gators. And so it about... is about gators. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the Florida gators, which is a college football team. And it's about specifically the years 05 to 09, where they were coached by Urban Mayor. What a name. Might I, I definitely add. think you mean Swamp People. Nah, it was something else. Yeah, right, okay. Anyway. And they were coached by this guy named Urban Mayer who came in and this dude was intense, right? Like right. He's, he ran this college football team. College. Right? Like it was the military. Right. right? In terms of like their training and yeah. stuff. It was actually insane. Right. First of all, did you know 100,000 people go to – like individual really that's like the capacity like 90 to 100,000 really people. how insane is that that's Not like that many people go to the afl that's like, like regular season literally it's like thirteen thousand max for a basketball game in adelaide 
Wow. And they've got a hundred thousand wow. people. Right? For, for college bus I mean college football. That's geez. fucking nuts. Yeah, right. Right. So it's a four part doco series and it focuses on four years. Yeah. And like the team in particular. And over that four years, they win two national championships. So what happens right. is you play this is the Southeastern Conference. Yeah. Right? So you play through the Southeastern Conference. If you win your conference, I think. Anyway, if they won that, they would then go to nationals, right? Yeah. And there's four teams, yeah. I believe, that play for the title in nationals. Yeah. And nationals is like top tier. That's like the yeah. best you can get, right? So first year they go for it <clears throat> and they don't, like, they just miss out or whatever. This was the other crazy thing, which I still don't understand, is... If they lose two games, that you've got no chance of going like in the regular season. In the regular season, wow! If you lose two games, only two. You got no chance. Damn! Coming, right? Shit! So they lost two games. Well, I think they lost more than that in the first season. Yeah. Second season, they lost one game, but then they managed to bring it back, and they ended up going off and winning the national championships. Wow! Right, which was crazy. And then, so it follows like the team, and it's like. Quarterback Tim Tebow. It's got like Chris Lake, Brandon Siler, like all these people. I didn't realize. So, have you ever heard the name Aaron Hernandez? Yeah, he had the doco on Netflix as well because he had like there was like some crime thing. He murdered someone. Yeah, like, when he was playing for yeah, the there NFL. we go. He murdered someone. He ended up committing suicide. Mm. He played for the Florida Gators towards the tail end oh. of this here, right? Yeah. And it talks about how, like, full circle. they, like, win the national championship and then a lot of the senior guys, like Brandon Seiler and Chris Leak, who really led the team in a leadership way, mm. they go off to the NFL or they go off for, to do whatever. Mm. <clears throat> and the team, like, that remained behind, it's kind of, like, got to their head a little bit. And they, they get go out, cocky. They get cocky. They're going out partying, they're getting arrested, yeah, they're doing drugs, right. yeah. whatever. And it's, like, all of this. And then there's, like, a bit of a downturn. It's basically, like, their rise and their fall. Yeah. I loved it. And now yeah. I'm obsessed with the NFL because they, like, focus so much on their training regime. And, like, I could never do this and I would never commit that much. But there's something about watching other people yeah. give their all to something physical like that or even just their, like, thing. And you I'm like, oh, my God. I love I love a good, like, workout or sport montage. Like, that's yeah. my favourite bit about, like, the Rocky and Creed movies yeah. is is the training montage. Like, I get hella motivated. Yeah, I'm like, give it to me. I'm going to be a fit, skinny legend. Give me all right. of the Nike. Uh, I'm gonna run. I'm gonna become a runner. That give, was, me, give me some hookers. Right? I'm gonna be a runner. There was one section, and they were talking about how like they were doing an abs workout, right? It yeah. was like so intense. They were doing yeah. this abs workout. I don't know how long it went for, but it was like forever, right? Yeah. And if anyone like stopped oh, no. or like put their feet on the floor, <laughs> the entire team had to study it. <laughs> me no me. we'd never so be out of there I was, i'm so sorry we would never be out of there with me right <laughs> and so one of the junior players shows up late like one of the rookie players yeah. shows up late so yeah. then everyone has to start again no. and they're like halfway through no so then he comes in everyone has to start again and then so they're doing it again he puts his feet down no drops his feet. and like the burn first, this man right burn and him. so 
the main guy at the time, Brandon Siler, he turns to him and he goes, you drop your feet again and I'm going to punch you in the head. Right? <laughs> anyway, so they start again. This kid no, drops his feet. What a piece of Brandon garbage. Brandon Siler gets up, goes up to him and punches him in the head. Oh my God. <laughs> nah, so deserved though. Do you so know, deserved. So funny. So then I'm obviously in my football yeah. Era now, yeah. right? Like, I'm obsessed. I know yeah. everything about the game. Yeah. Like, love it. Yeah. Right? So then I watched Untold Johnny Football afterwards. Pardon right? me? Is his name Johnny Football? It was his nickname. Right. Okay. <laughs> so this follows a guy named Johnny Manziel or yeah. Manziel or whatever. Yeah. Whose nickname was Johnny Football and he played for A&M Texas College Football again. Yeah. 2012, 2013. Yeah. Okay. okay. He comes in yeah. and he plays and he's like, He's like the Michael Jordan of quarterbacks, right? right he's just okay. insanely talented. Right. But he's not like in Swamp Kings, like 90% of the team was so committed. They're training like every single day. Like yeah. it's their whole life. Yeah. He never looked at a playbook. He's not like putting in the same effort. He's right. going out partying and coming right. to like training hungover. But he would come. It's like, just like natural talent. Yeah, yeah, hanging out of his ass and he's just perfect. Yeah, but they're right. winning by like 50 points a game, right? And so he, they win that year, and then he wins what is called the Heisman Award. Yeah. Which I guess is like our brown lows or something. Or like and, MVP kind of. Yeah, but it's like for the whole league. For the league, And yeah. he wins best quarterback, mm-hmm. or he wins the award for being a quarterback, and then he, he was the first freshman to win, right? He's like the youngest person to win, yeah. right? He's so good and so popular Nike made like $45 million off of sales wow. in his jersey. Like all these big corporations and the college are making all this money off of him. Yeah. But college football players at the time, I think it's changed now, at the time were not allowed to make money. Like they, they weren't pay, being paid. They weren't wow. allowed to be paid. They weren't allowed to do marketing or like endorsements right. or advertising. Their only allowed form of payment was like their scholarships and their fees yeah. and their books yeah. and their housing, all of yeah. that. So Johnny was like, I'm fucking really good. Yeah. I'm making you all this money. Yeah. But I'm broke as shit, like something's not adding up. Yeah. And so he came like he kind of stumbled across this group of people who were willing to pay him to like sign things like underground Mm -hmm. in a way. And they would go off and sell it. Mm. They were paying him like hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars, like over the time to do this stuff and so out of nowhere he became like really rich yeah and so the ncaa which is like the corp like the governing body of the college league they investigated him and his best friend was his manager at the time yeah and they just made this because they couldn't it was all cash i think right so the board couldn't prove that he was um actually being paid for this stuff all they could all they had was one photo of him signing something, right? Mm-hmm. Which he was allowed to do. So his him and his like manager made up this story that his family were well like he came comes from a wealthy family, they're yeah. from oil money, yeah. all this sort of stuff. And that and then what they did with the cash was he gave the cash to his grandpa. His grandpa deposited it into his bank like his own bank mm. account and then would just give like transfer yeah. money to yeah. His, like, grandson. Yeah. So they ended up getting away with it. Right. Right? And then he's, like, this big party animal. He, like, has a great first year. Second year, he's, like, 
riding on the coattails of being famous. He's like hanging out with Drake, like yeah. Justin Bieber going to parties, going uh, to Vegas all the yeah. time, like just living the high life. And then he decides to go into the NFL draft. Yeah. So he signs a proper agent. Yeah. And the agent is like, we need to get you sober, ready for NFL combine. Yeah. And train you because yeah. NFL teams aren't going to touch you yeah. if you're like all fucked, whatever. Yeah. So he does really, really well. But then the week of combine, he goes out partying and he calls his manager the next day and he's like, I fucked up. I'm not going to pass the drug test because they do mandatory oh, drug no. testing. So then naughty, there's like this naughty. whole yeah race to like try and get him through combine without it getting him caught because yeah. they want him to be a first round draft pick. But if yeah. they find out that he's on drugs and yeah. he's not going to be picked... Then it goes through, like, his NFL, like, the actual NFL draft pick. He ends up getting selected quite late in the first round um, by Cleveland. And then he starts playing with Cleveland that, that year and realises he hates it. He's like, I've got everything that I want. <laughs> yeah. And I don't, like, I'm not happy. Like, I'm right. the most unhappy I've ever wow. been. So he's partying even more. Yeah. There was one instance where he had a game on Sunday and he was um it was the saturday he flew to vegas and was like oh i'll just fly back in time for the game mm. completely missed the last flight was like completely fucked he went mia sounds like dennis rodman real dennis rodman <laughs> yeah. but they ended up dropping him wow he ended up going completely off the rails right. he had to go to rehab a ton of times tried to kill himself oh my like God. it was like a whole thing but he's like fine now but it was just crazy. And then, because I was, like, Googling him as yeah. I'm watching this. Do you watch Selling Sunset? No. I have watched <laughs> the first two the seasons. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the later season, there's a new girl named Brie, right? Mm-hmm. Brie was, like, kind of popped off in this season because she has a kid with Nick Carter, mm-hmm. right? Mr. Mm-hmm. I have 500 kids. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, a whole, like, focus of the season. Brie and Johnny mm-hmm. were married Oh, way back. Oh. Well, I guess not that way back, but, like, whatever. Like, I, I think after all of this happened, mm-hmm. they're obviously divorced now. But I thought that was interesting. But it was great. Now I've decided I'm an NFL stan. Mm-hmm. I looked on KO. The NFL. Like, when is the Super Bowl? Well, they're going through oh, that's preseason, in February, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going through preseason. Like preseason's just started. I want to watch college football. I'm obsessed. I, I'm. It's my new sport. We should go to the Super Bowl thing at um, the casino next year. Well, here's my next question. Mm. So there's rumours that Miley Cyrus is going to be named oh, the halftime yes. entertainment for the Super Bowl. Yeah, right. Who would be your ultimate Super t- Super Bowl halftime entertainment pick? Like, has Drake hasn't done one, has he? I feel like Drake no. would be a good pick. I feel like he has enough bangers. He's very like that into a, sport as well. That appeals to yeah. a big demographic. Yeah, Drake would be my pick. I can't think of anyone else who... <laughs> Luke Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've had a country person. Oh, no, maybe that was just like for the national anthem. <laughs> who would you pick? I'm so glad you asked because I had to think about, I had to think about this. Okay, I have a whole mashup in my mind. Okay, right? yeah. So like similar vibe to like when it was Eminem, Black Eyed Peas, like 
No, no, Eminem. <laughs> Who would put Eminem and Black Eyed Peas on the same roster? Eminem, oh, like Fifty Cent or whatever. I think it was maybe Fifty Cent. Yeah. And was it Dr. Dre? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Or like Kendrick or something. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. People. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So the lights are out. Okay. I just know this is going to be rogue as fuck. <laughs> I just know it's going to be fucked okay. up. The first. <laughs> Wait, can I guess? Okay, how many? I'm going to try to guess. There's three different. Three different? Acts. Are they individual acts or are they groups? They're groups. They're, they're all groups. They're all groups. Okay, Nickelback is... No! No. Really? No, but now I'm second guessing. <laughs> My Jesus. I would like to read something. <laughs> wow, okay, that's rocked me. Because I was going to be like Nickelback, Matchbox 20, and then like... <laughs> Fucking iconic. <laughs> <laughs> then I, I don't know who the third would be. Oh, that wow. would be so good. Can you wow. imagine like Rockstar by Nickelback? That perfect. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Right. Fucking <laughs> 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 Nickelback, Matchbox Twenty, and then Rob Thomas. <laughs> okay. Um. Wow. Right. Okay. Can you give me a genre? I'm just gonna play you what I think the opening song should be. Okay. Let me find it because I'm kind of pulling it out of my ass right now. (laughs) (laughs) Where am I? Okay, so the lights go out. Okay. And this song is the first thing you hear. It's going to be Little Mix, isn't it? (laughs) What direction? (laughs) And then it stops. I should have guessed in the back of my mind. And then it stops. And then it goes again. Right? Okay. So we're playing that. Okay, so okay. One Direction, yeah. And then they like play that song and then it mashes up with this. Okay. <laughs> right? So imagine like half of best song ever. Yeah. And then it feeds into this, right? And then like the camera pans and like lights come onto this new group. It's not, it's not, because then once we've had a bit of a One Direction five sauce like mashup moment, oh in comes the third and final. No, we're watching NFL. <laughs> in comes <laughs> the third and final with this opener. <laughs> okay. And because I know the NFL is really inclusive, they drive on to the pitch, okay, with that, like, with a car, and it's Little Mix minus Jesse, and a car full of drag queens, okay? (laughs) And then they all come together and they all sing, like, this melody of, like, One Direction, Five Sauce, and Little Mix Bestie. I'll let you have that one for free because that is so good. (laughs) (laughs) The good news is you might be able to get five sauce cheap. (laughs) Like, really, Harry Styles is going to be the most expensive part of all of that, right? 
<laughs> but I think it'd be worth it, in my <laughs> humble opinion. <laughs> so that's who I would pick. Oh my god, I love that. Um, what else did I have to talk about? Yeah, look, not a lot. <laughs> not a lot worthy of discussion. See, I've got here... I've already asked you this. How many kangaroos do you reckon you could take on in a fight? Oh, right. I'm really glad you asked because I reckon I could take on one. Okay. The if kangaroo is like male. I could take on one. <laughs> yep. Okay. okay. If I had a weapon, like I'm picturing I have nunchucks. Okay. Your, your weapon of choice is nunchucks. <laughs> Absolutely. It's nunchucks. Okay. <laughs> 360. <laughs> Because I have 360 range, okay? And I can... Are you sure? <laughs> you ever actually tried? <laughs> and they can swing it around. And then I could take on two and three, okay? <laughs> two and three with nunchucks. If I had... If I had two pair... Like, if I had a pair of nunchucks, one uh -huh. in each hand, uh -huh. I'm taking on two to three. Because then I can protect all areas around me, okay? <laughs> but if I'm weaponless, I can only take on one. Okay, and I would get very tired very quickly. <laughs> I love that. Why? How many are you fighting? I reckon I would really struggle with one. I think even with a weapon. Yeah. I reckon maybe my weapon of choice would be some sort of bat. Okay. That's um, a two-handed weapon. Yeah, but I feel like I could get a lot of force with it. Okay, that's fair. But, um, yeah, I feel like... The issue with two is that they could come from different angles. And That's then, why you need the numbers. Yeah. And okay. then so, yeah, still got to think about that one. But another thing that we did this week is we did go to Luke Combs <laughs> at the Adelaide Entertainment Centre. For those who don't know, Luke Combs is a country music that, thing. <laughs> that was a culture shock, I would say. That was a lot. I have never seen the entertainment center so packed in my entire life. Like literally insane. Every bar was like a 45 minute minimum wait. L like literally 45 minutes. I have never in my life seen it like that. It was crazy. There's country people everywhere. There's just jeans, cowboy boots, like button up, like cowboy shirts, flannelettes and cowboy, like cowboy hats. Denim shirts without sleeves. Just like a crowd I've never seen before. Yeah. Right? And then it was so busy that in the entertainment centre, typically they won't sell or open up the the seats behind the stage, but they did for this concert because of the, like, level of demand. And that's where we were seated. So we're in there. We were literally ass against the wall, like, at the back. <laughs> but it kind of worked out. But it was a dream, though. It kind of worked out because we didn't have to worry about, like, we were dancing up in, like, out of our seats, dancing the whole concert. The whole time. Literally 95% of that concert was sat down, not even singing along to the concert. So we no. easily would have pissed people off yeah. if we were oh, anywhere else. 100%. And it was nuts because, like, this is Luke Combs. Yeah. Like... These country people, like, they would pray to Luke Combs. You just know yeah. that. Yeah. And they're just sitting there. Like, you pay hundreds of dollars and you just sit in so there. bizarre. And even, like, general admission or, like, the mosh pit wasn't moving. It was. At all. <laughs> no. And the people that were definitely looked like city people. Yeah. Like, yeah, maybe it's maybe it's a city people thing to just go full bunter at a concert. Because, like, yeah. 
I hear that like rodeos and stuff. Yeah, they go wild and, like, out there. Bush doof or whatever it's called. Yeah, right. And like every, like country people love things like the clay races and stuff. Yeah. For this one, it just not even Luke Combs could get them out of their seats. No. But, but it was honestly the best concert. Oh, my God. So, so good. It was so fucking good. It was so worth I'm so glad we got tickets. Yeah, definitely. Like, we only paid, like, 100 bucks a ticket as well, which is so good. And I thought our view was really good, actually. We definitely had, considering. like, a better view than the people seated on the other side of the stadium. Yeah, agreed. Because, like, even though we were looking at the back of him, back of him for most of it, like, we're so close. Yeah. So good. They should open up that section for all concerts. I love that, Yeah. I would happily pay less to sit there. Right. Like, still vibe. Right. So, it was such, like, honestly, I just love Luke Cove so much. And he played, like, all the songs that I would have wanted him to play. Yeah. Yeah. I just wish, I feel like concerts in America, especially their stadium ones, go for longer. Yeah. Like, their set list looks longer. Yeah. I wish ours was a bit longer, but. Everyone hates Australia. What can I say? Because we don't have college football. (laughs) (laughs) We really don't do college sport, do we? Like, it's not a thing here. No. Like, I mean, they do it, but, like, not to... No one's watching. No. No. It's, yeah. But maybe it's just because we don't have the same population. Like, if we had as many people as America, then maybe. Yeah, that's true. On that note, I think that's it. That's kind of, yeah. I feel like I need my puffer now. I've I've got so worked up this entire episode. I'm like short of breath. But. Um, Thank you for listening. And we will be back next week. Yeah. If you want to follow, that would be great. I feel like at this point we're a three-person podcast because Benji has not stopped playing. Does not leave us alone. Like, we love you. So Benji would love you to follow and leave us a review. Only good ones, though. We don't take criticism well. If we see a bad one, we actually take Benji to your house and he mauls your face off. I'm going to jackknife you and then Caitlin's going to hit you with nunchucks. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, bye. bye.